Hello, and welcome to episode 36 of the Niche to Profit Show here on the Vegas Video Network. I love it. I've got a full chat waiting to go here and get gearing up your questions, guys. We have a heavy topic today. It is that price increase in the USPS shipping that's causing a lot of anxiety out there. Yes, I have brought on an expert to talk about that with you and get some of those questions answered. And, but first, I am your host, Danny Ackerman, also known as The Danny App, because of my... I hate having to say that it's two decades. It makes me sound so old, right? But it is. It's nearly two decades uh, selling online, uh, but a lifetime in the resale world. And what I do is I help eBay sellers who are struggling with slow sales, and I transform them from online yard sales to profitable e-commerce businesses. What we talk about on Niche to Profit are we're, we're going to do some real-time help with some listings. Uh, you thought they should be selling, and they're just not moving off the virtual shelf fast enough. So we're going to look at those. We're going to talk about some hot sales. St- oh, man, we have some good ones today. You are not going to believe what you see. You definitely want to stick around for that. And we're going to play another fun little game of pick it or pass it where you get to win some really cool prizes. Yeah, I think they're really cool. What can I say? Uh, and get to learn a little something. But I have to, I, oh, he'll kill me if I don't say this, you know? Thank you. Thank you for being an awesome director, Scott, by the way. Um, yes. We are live here every Thursday at 3 p.m. at vegasvideonetwork.com forward slash live should just bookmark it just keep it handy um here's the thing i see i'm so giddy to share this because it just blew my mind Uh, you can show my screen here there was a painting that sold for 44 million dollars yeah check this thing out no i've got it on the screen here really that's it that is it I'm going to go buy me some canvas and some blue paint. Hey, Scott, you're pretty good with the blue paint. You know, looking around the studio here. We could could do a collaboration. No, $44 million for that. What is going on? What is going on, people? Uh, Now, granted, I, you know, I didn't really research this artist. He's an abstract expressionist painter, Barnett Newman. Uh, (laughs) Sold at Sotheby's. This is crazy. $44 million for a bunch of blue paint. I'm telling you, people will buy anything. They'll buy anything. Here's the deal. I mean, I guess for $44 million, it wouldn't be so bad shipping that. I'd have major anxiety. I wouldn't want to ship that. (laughs) But if I did, I would want to use shipping products from my guest. Got that segue. Did you get that? See how I tied that in there? Yeah, let me bring on Mark Levine from Bubblefast. Hey, Mark. Can you can you hear us? Can you Hello, there Danny. we go? <laughs> can, you, can you guys hear me okay? We can we can hear yeah. you now. Mark. Right, thanks for having me. Oh, they you know, anytime I think about shipping questions, I think, okay, gotta ask Mark. Gotta ask Mark. Because that's your business. I mean, you are in the the uh, the packaging supply business, but really shipping is your thing. Uh, so first of all, for those who may not be aware, the prices went up on your USPS shipping. Uh, and if you, uh, I hope you've noticed it because that means you're shipping stuff. 
And that means you had sales. Uh, so, Mark, uh, first, kind of, can you give us a lowdown on what just happened this year? Well, it actually it happens every year. There's a price increase for FedEx Ground and Express and UPS Ground and Express, and the post office used to have a price increase every May. Now they started to get their price increases in line, and they're doing it in January as well. But this year, they had a much more significant price increase than they've ever had before, uh, namely in priority packages. Uh, and there's just a lot of changes in general that aren't just, you know, like a straight 5% increase. So it's something, there's a lot of changes that people need to be uh, made aware of. Uh, and I can start off by saying that a couple of years ago, there are actually, there's two kinds of, of, of contracts for the post office when they set up shipping rates. And one is a competitive rate and one is a non-competitive rate. And priority was, was bundled in this non-competitive rate. And that meant that the only way there could be a price increase was through an act of Congress. But they split off a whole other section called max, called competitive, where they can change the rates whenever they wanted to to try to compete for the parcel service with FedEx and UPS. And it was great because a year ago, September, the post office initiated a significant decrease in priority rates for packages to be able to compete with FedEx and UPS ground. And apparently, um, they decided to be less competitive. And not only do they take all those increases away, but they increased the rates even significantly more this year. So you need to be aware that your priority packages are definitely going to cost more money uh, than they did you know, just a week ago. And of course, there's some other significant uh, changes in, uh, in, uh, in first-class packages that we can talk about uh, when, whenever you're ready. Do you think this change... I- I'm guessing they didn't really see a big, significant uh, change in the people who were using them over using their UPS or their FedEx or whatever they had. Uh, so do you think that's maybe a reason that they decided, hey, we might as well make the money too? Well, part of it is that the you know there's a lot of corporations that, that do the majority of the shipping. And the people that make the decisions on who they're going to use for shipping aren't the people that use the shipping. And they're not the people that pay the bills. So there's the disconnect with the big corporations on how much it costs to ship. So I have a system for shipping via post office, so all my packages are going post office, or I just use FedEx. It's the small sellers like us that do an analysis almost package by package to see what's the best carrier for price and service. Big companies don't do that. So it wasn't something that was in place, you know, as well as the post office might have thought. And it's those little guys who actually make up the bigger part of the shipping as small sellers that are, are taking a bunch of it. You know, we analyze every package, as all small sellers should. Yeah. Uh, the, the big companies just don't do that. They don't care. Right, Very right. Much. And they still can negotiate rates. So they, you, you ship thousands and thousands of packages. Let's face it, you still get to have a little clout. You can, you can negotiate with FedEx and you can negotiate with UPS. You cannot negotiate with USPS. They have, um, they have different tiers. And just like with eBay with top-rated sellers and above standard and, and standard, you qualify for a tier or you don't, but you can't negotiate to be in a tier or negotiate better rates for a better tier with the post office. You, you can negotiate your qualification, but you can't negotiate different rates than anybody else. Right. It'll be interesting to see um, how this plays out. It's funny because out in the e-commerce world, we call it the race to the bottom you know, when you have competition, everybody kind of thinks lower price, lower price, lower price. And here you have these 
there's three main competitors, UPS, FedEx, and USPS, and and they're doing the opposite. They're they're doing the race to the top. <laughs> well, so, because they because they can. Because they can. Uh, yes. Right. It it used to be more competitive when DHL was still in the United States for ground. And they had very, very competitive rates, and that kind of kept FedEx and EPS in line. But they lost, they were losing like a billion dollars a year, which is why, you know, I mean, the rates were so low, so they lost all that money. So once they switched from doing international only, that just allowed UPS and FedEx to do whatever they wanted because there wasn't anybody there to stop them or keep them in line. And so that's allowing the post office to make their rates um, higher and higher every year. Um, you know, you hear the stories about that, you know, oil is at 20, what, 60? dollars a barrel how come the rates keep going up every year you know why is shipping so much so so expensive and again they can say whatever they want infrastructure cost of labor whatever it is they do it because they can we don't have a choice profit <laughs> and they it's profit man it's it's raising their you know i i, I think they've listened to danny too much because, you know, <laughs> their to perhaps profit. it's all my fault <laughs> All right. So um, you have a Facebook group called Shipping Tips and Tricks, which is awesome. The total focus is on all of these things shipping. So what are some of the the biggest issues you're seeing come through that group and being talked about? Well, you know, people want to know, you know, what are the rates on eBay? What are the rates on Amazon? What are the rates with click and ship? Um, it isn't just that the rates are changing. The rates are changing based on what service you use to print out your postage. So there's a lot of talk about that right now. Um, you know, other than the rates changing, the post office is going to be phasing commercial plus pricing out altogether at some point in time in the future. So what they've done right now, uh, so somebody who's a, a very big shipper, they get, uh, there's retail rates at the count. Then there's online rates that give you a discount. If you're a big shipper, you get deeper discounts than the online online rates. So you have retail rates, commercial rates, commercial plus rates. So um, before, as of last week, if you would go to the post office, click and ship, you were able to get your retail rates as opposed to going into the post office and getting um, retail rates. Um, I'm sorry, you were able to get commercial rates. Now, uh, click and ship, you're just getting regular retail rates. You're not even getting the discount on USPS's own website. Uh, when you go to a service like stamps.com or Indicia, you're going to get your commercial uh, discounted rates. When you ship with eBay or PayPal, you're going to get your commercial discounted rates. Um, if you're a top-rated seller on eBay, then you're going to get your commercial plus rates which is one of the few places left now where you can actually get the deeper discounted rates. Um, the post office is, like I said, beginning to phase them out. And in fact, they're no longer offering commercial plus rates at all for first-class packages. Yeah, and I noticed um, it's the top-rated seller, and they're also making an allowance if you ship, I, I believe the number was 300 or more packages a month was the other um, way to get it. That, that was okay. on eBay's little announcement thing. We'll see how long that holds true because they can wiggle that number all they want. Sure. Um, but yeah, so that makes that makes top-rated seller a little bit more significant. So you can stay ahead of the curve for right now because if you're an e-commerce seller and you're, you know, and you're on the Facebook groups and you're, you know, you're in the Danny app, whatever, you're well aware of all the increases. There's still so many sellers that do not realize how much 
costs have gone up or the fact that they have. So number one, you're not being picked on. The costs have gone up for everybody, so it's still a level playing field. But if you're aware of it up front, you can redesign your products to fit the packages to get better shipping. So, uh, for example, um, one great benefit is that uh, first-class package, instead of being limited to 13 ounces, has now gone up to 16 ounces. I love that. so if you um, if you have a product um, that's uh, you know like a bundle that's like five things and it weighs 13 ounces and, and you're competing with everybody else who's doing exactly the same thing, be the first one out there to make it seven of the same item for 15 and a half ounces, so you can still use a first class package rate instead of priority and get a jump ahead of the competition by designing your product to your package instead of your package to your product. That's yeah, you know, and that that really is key. Like you said, be the first one out there to do, be aware of this, because I would, I would guess the percentage of, of especially eBay sellers who aren't aware of, of these changes in their profit margins and the changes in the first class and all these things is, is fairly significant. I'm, I'm going to throw a number of like 60% out there. Well, there's numbers like averages of um, you know 25 to 29% or whatever it is. You got to remember some in some cases you can't really look at the percentages. You have to look at the dollars because if you know uh, uh, No, I mean percentage at, of sellers who aren't aware that this oh, change has taken place. I think that, it's you know, I think it's pretty significant. Look, you got an order that, coming in. Yeah, I can't yeah. We got, we got Robin <laughs> over there, she'll take care of it. Um, I can't actually speak to the percentage of, of sellers that aren't aware. I just know that, you know, you think there's a lot of sellers out there that are involved in all the Facebook groups and, yeah. and, and community in general. And we all know each other. We know there's a lot of us. But in the big picture, we're a small section, a small piece of a huge pie of e-commerce huge. sellers that are not involved. In, in, in social media like we are. So all of us are getting a big jump on, on, on all those. It's going to take them a long time to catch up. Um, don't worry about pricing. If other uh, competitors are not lowering their prices, you don't have to lower yours, um, especially on eBay. Price is not everything. Um, on eBay, you have a personality. People come to you because they know who you are. You do not have to be the lowest price on eBay to be successful. Uh, this is not Amazon. We're not playing race to the bottom. Let everybody else play race to the bottom. Let them lose money. Let them get out of the game because they priced themselves out. And be patient, and you're going to get your margin. I guarantee you. Mark, that's why I love you. That's why I love you. That's why I've been preaching that for years. You guys do not play the price game. Don't play the price game. There's enough customers out there who are not sitting there going and and making their decision based on the price. So, yeah. Just do everything to make your store look the best. Do everything to let people know who you are, not what you sell, because you're selling yourself more than you're selling your products. And you will develop a, a loyal following um, on, on eBay, and people will come to seek you out for products and for advice. And because they know who you are, they will be willing to pay a little bit extra for the safe and the security and the trust. Amen. That's, that's more, more important than price. That's why it's called niche to profit folks, because then you build that following. I'm telling you. Okay, so let's talk. There's a couple other, uh, you know, they're, they're changes. They're in there. What I thought was interesting, and, you, and I just learned this from you, the the flat rate, the regional C box is going away, but those boxes are still all out there. So um, tell us what they're doing with that. 
Well, the regional rate C box uh, was a dog. I mean, it was. It yes. Just, it, it made no sense to you know. It was like twenty five bucks. Yeah, it was yeah. like it was it was the seventeen pound rate, and <laughs> yeah. that just you know that didn't make any sense. It was just too expensive, so not that many people used it. But think of the inventory that the post office has of all these boxes. So they're keeping the box the same. They're repackaging or reprinting the outside of the box. And they're just making it a free priority box available on USPS.com. But it's not flat rate. It's not regional rate. It's just going to be subject to whatever regular priority rates are available for that for that zone for that for whatever weight you have inside the box. Do you know what Basically, the dim- Do you know what the dimension of that box is? Um, I don't. Right? Do you know the dimension of the box? Is it bigger than the the twelve cubic foot? Is it an oversized box? It, um, I think it's just under oversized. I've got okay. Robin over there next oh, to me. Yeah. It is oversized, Robin. So yeah. It's, so it's that's yeah. got to be so, wary. Don't just use it because it's a priority box because it could put you in dimensional weights then. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how many, you know, a lot of people, uh, especially if you're not a huge seller and it's so easy to print labels on eBay um, and, they just, and they just, go with the priority labels from eBay, but you need to check every package for every service that you have available to you because bigger boxes and heavier boxes and boxes going to further zones are definitely going to cost you less money to go UPS or FedEx route. Right. And and Marissa Memory Lane in the chat is saying, so uh, she's asking, so we can use regional C boxes that we have now if we pay by the weight. And I think that's what that is what you're saying indeed. Yes. Yes. It's, it's just all it is at this point is a free box. It's a box. Just be careful of the size of the box, though, because that could be where they catch you. It, it's it's a free box, but you can still only use it for priority. So you correct. Can't take it yes. Box, turn it inside out and use it for FedEx. Still, still can't. <laughs> okay. I I mean I was guilty of that back in the day. I they've kind of made it so you can't do that anymore though because they print the inside of the box now too but yeah you guys gotta be really careful you can't use those priority materials for anything but priority because they will get you mm-hmm. yeah there's sticklers on that now so um are there any changes to the dimensional rates it's the same um up to one cubic foot um there's no dimensional weight. there's no dimensional weight at all in zones two through four the zones one and two are the same that hasn't changed. Dimensional weight in zones five, six, seven, eight is one cubic foot. That um, remains the same. It is uh, different than FedEx and UPS, where dimensional weight starts at zero in every zone. Yeah, now, that uh, was the big stickler last year of getting, and, right. and I'm still getting used to those new the whole dimensional thing because it's like math, and everybody knows how much I hate math. So. <laughs> but it, it's just, it's so simple. Length times width times height divided by 166. That is your dimensional weight, rounding it up. And compare that to your actual weight, whichever one is higher, that's your billable weight. It really is simple. Length times oh, width. Oh, it's simple height. for you numbers, people. <laughs> oh, wait, I got a flash, 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 flash. Okay. The C box you can get online at USPS.com, only, 20, only 25 at a time. And the inner dimensions are 14 and three quarters by 11 and three quarters by 11 and a half. So oh. that is definitely an oversized box. Yeah, yeah. So watch yeah. that. Outside, outside dimensions are 15 by 12 by 12. Uh, which, uh, some, somebody brought something up very interesting. Since this is not 
flat rate or regional flat rate. It's 15 by 12 by 12. You can get this box for free. Use a box resizer tool, cut it down to 12 inches. Oh. And now you have a non dimensional weight box. Look at you go. I, I don't suppose you have one of those box resizers handy. That is like the niftiest tool that you guys sell. I can get one. Robert, I love my box resizer. Love it. Got, got one on the way. Sometimes just shaving off, you know, that one or two ounces off the box because you were able to cut it down is, oh, it's great. Yeah, there, there's lots of ways, you know, you need to get your package there safely and securely. That's number one priority. But after that, you want to get your box size as small as possible and you want to get your box weight down as, as much as possible. Right, so right. what I have here is... Uh, yeah. We have a box resizer tool here. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, sorry. This is a box resizer tool right here. You'll see it. Yep. So what we have here, try to get it up there. This is a, a serrated edge. It's a wheel right here. I don't know if you can see me spinning that. Okay. And so you take the, the side. I'm going to move back a little bit so you can see it. So you take the box sizer, and this is adjustable right here, up and down, up and down like this. So you set the height to what you want. And on the outside of the box, you just go around all four, all four sides. And the serrated edge um, creates a perforation an even perforation, nice and neat and professional looking. And then you cut down the four corners to meet the perforations and you just fold down the flaps of the box. And now you've got a box that's smaller than it was when it started. And so uh, what you can do is use one size box for several different packages and just keep cutting them down. So that's also going to save on your inventory stock. And so that's it, it, that's important too, not just for smaller packages, but for those sending in those shipments to um, the Amazon warehouses for the big boxes. Even sometimes cutting down an inch or two on those boxes can be significant. Absolutely, because even when you're shipping with uh, Amazon's UPS rates, you're still shipping with dimensional weight. You have to put the dimensions in the cell central and print the label. So um, every inch, every inch is going to save you money. Yeah, and you've well, got uh, you've got fans of the resizer in the, in the chat. <laughs> so. Well, uh, you can go um, uh, on, on YouTube um, or on the Bumblefast website, and it go, there's a, a YouTube video on how to use the box resizer tool, and you can learn a lot better how to use it. I think um, I made one for you too, because I, yeah. I just I just okay. love that thing. So, yeah, so, so uh, you can scroll the, if you yeah I saw you on the website. Go into any box category in the website, and the very first item in every box category is going to be the box resizer tool and you and, and you can click to see the video. Yeah. So yeah, we got a couple minutes left. I want to make sure we've covered, you know, everything they need to know. Um I wanted to cover real quick because I had this question come through my um my my membership Facebook group about um someone who ships an item. It's about twenty percent of their inventory and they're getting hit on both ends, meaning now it's a first class item, but of course the first class uh, price to ship went up by about 40 cents. And on the other end, they've got all their competitors who are lowering the price, which is really making it hard for them. And, and they wanted some advice on that. I'm going to let you chime in on the advice on those margins first, and then I'll give my two cents. Well, again, the way that we price ourselves out is, you know, this is this is the price we want to get back to the product. 
And we do free shipping on absolutely everything. I know not everybody does, but it made a huge difference in our business when we went to free shipping on everything. And what we do is we take, we have our charge. We know what it's going to cost us through the post office or FedEx, whatever. Take the cheapest rate for that particular package. And whatever it is in zone seven, we add that shipping cost to our product price. And that becomes our, our online selling price, whether it's eBay or website or Amazon or whatever. And, and that's it. That's our price. And we don't really worry about our competition too much because we have free shipping. It's easier for our customers. That's what they ask us for. They know who we are. And we need to make our margins to stay in business. And if we find that this particular product is not going to sell because we, because our, com- our competition is way lower than us, we're just, we're just not going to sell a product. We'll, we'll find something else to sell that we can make our margins. It doesn't make any sense to lower your price to meet the competition and either make no money or make so little money that it's not worth your effort. Find something else to sell. Bingo. I don't even have to say my two cents. We're on the same wavelength on that one. I knew we would be. I knew we would be. Well, you know, when you go sourcing for product, whether it's eBay or Amazon, there are so many on, uh, so many smartphone tools for you to scan an item and do research even before you purchase it, and you should be able to know the value and make uh, make an educational de- educated decision before you purchase, and that's going to help you, you know, get your margins back up later on. Know your numbers. Know your numbers, people. Know what those numbers are. Hey, we are uh, out of time. Gosh darn, we could have just gone on all day long about about shipping prices and issues and things. Uh, but you told me you have a little surprise for my viewers. I, I do have one surprise announcement for you. Up until this point, anybody who goes to, to BubbleFast.com, not eBay, doesn't work there, there is a promo code, Danny, D-A-N-N-I, doesn't matter, lowercase or uppercase, and you get a 5% discount on anything you order on BubbleFast.com. Well, we're going to make a permanent change from this point forward to make that a 10% discount on anything you buy on the website, and that'll be a permanent change for everybody. Love but you, wait. Mark. But oh. wait. But wait. There's more. There's more. Between now and the end of January to change the code to 15%. Whoa! Changing the code to 15% off through January. Yes! Wow! Thank you so much, Mark. So you guys have to go to bubblefast.com to make your order, and they do Amazon and eBay shipping supplies. They, they You guys have just about everything. Um, there's so, even a uh, Danny pack over there, by the way, which I'm pretty proud of. Um, and, and available on eBay only. Um, we have uh, eBay tape available to put on your eBay packages. Look at uh, that. You can buy six rolls or 12 rolls or 36 rolls. If you buy six, 30% goes to Red Cross. If you buy 12 rolls, 40% goes to the American Red Cross. And if you buy a case of 36, 50% of the sale goes to the market. That's awesome. Only available on eBay. That's awesome. Hey, Mark, thank you so much for coming on and being so generous to my audience. It's, and and I want to send you guys over. You got more questions. Go over to the Facebook group, Shipping Tips and Tricks. Uh, Mark's over there answering questions. Always a pleasure. Thank you very much. And love you, Danny. Love your audience. Love you. Thank you, Mark. All right, guys. Be sure you go connect with Mark. Uh Tremendous information, always willing to share, and uh, just a great guy. Just a great guy. And we'll be back in just a moment. 
Do you sell on Amazon, eBay, Etsy, or your own website? Did you know that poorly packaged merchandise is one of the top reasons that sellers receive negative feedback? Your bad review will remain for all to see. Hi, we're Mark and Robin Levine from BubbleFast. Since 1999, we've been providing the best shipping supplies to online sellers just like you. We are large enough to offer more than competitive prices and free shipping with your order. Yet we are small enough to treat you like family and listen to your specific needs. Because we are also online sellers just like you, we understand what you need to be successful. We use all of the supplies we sell in our own business. If we don't like it, we won't sell it. From shipping supply combo packs to small quantity lots not offered by our competitors or our exclusive products like the innovative Scotty Stuffer, our value can't be matched. Don't take our word for it. Read any of our five-star reviews from satisfied customers. Then contact BubbleFast today so we can help you be a more successful online seller. I always feel like going, arg after that. I don't know. Hey, it's time for a little Why Won't They Buy? And I got to tell you, the theme today is glass. Uh, you guys are sending in those glass items. I was just having this conversation with someone um, the other day about why, why glass? Here's the thing about glass. Yes, it's difficult to uh, research and and find the answers and do all that stuff. But I'm telling you what, uh, it's difficult to research and find the answers. That means most sellers aren't doing it. So it could be very, very lucrative. Uh, so this item came in from Kathy Guerrero Heatherly. She says, Danny had this punch bowl listed for almost two years now. It is an Ellie Smith bowl and cups. So she identified what it was. Very good. Uh, the bottom plate is not Ellie Smith. Can't identify. But we felt it looked good together. At one time, we had 240 views, but we've not even gotten an offer of any kind. We touched up the pictures using Picasso last week. We ended the listing Sold similar, we now have 38 views, but no offers. Since the bottom plate does not match, do you think it's hurting the listing? Paid 100 bucks at an estate sale. So they listed it for 260 So first, let me just talk about these big punch bowls. Um, the thing about these is they're, they're beautiful. Um, they are old and amazing, but they are big. They are hard to ship, and so you have to get good money. I get it. You have to get good money. Um, so I probably wouldn't have paid $100 for this, um, and that is for the benefit of anybody who's listening to this and sees a big, large punch bowl set. I'm really conservative on buying. I'll buy them, but they got to be they got to be really inexpensive. Um, that being said. It's a beautiful punch bowl. I, and I do think, um, number one, the, the glass junkies who are coming over here and, and looking at, the because it's Ellie Smith, are looking at that underplate. They may not even read your description or anything where you say anything about it. They're going, oh, that doesn't match. That doesn't match. The real value in these punch bowls is if you do have the complete set. So that being said... I would take the punch, I'd take the underplate out of this listing and just do the punch bowl and cups, which number, it's going to be way easier to ship. Let me tell you, um, those underplates, man, those are tricky. They're tricky to ship. 
But here's the deal. I think it is priced a little bit too high. Uh, I didn't see. Are you charging? No, you got free shipping. Woo! Expedited shipping. Danger, danger. You want to not do expedited shipping on this piece because I guarantee you, yeah. The, uh, the dimensional weight is going to kill you on this. Definitely take out that um, expedited shipping. All right. So I would probably take the underplate out. And I'd put this at $199.95, gets it under that $200 mark. Just psychologically, it's way better. I mean, it's it's $60 less, but in the eyes of the consumer, it's like $100 less. Uh, so really do that. You've got make offer. That's good. Expect to not get as much profit off of this as you had anticipated. Um, at this point, you know, I probably would take any offer over 150 and get yourself out of this. Um, and the good news is you can still sell that under tray, that under plate separately. Uh, I believe it's fairly safe to call it an EAPG piece, which is early American press glass. You may have somebody that has the punch bowl that goes with that, that wants that underplate by itself and still get 50, 60 bucks for that. So all in all, you're still going to get your price. Uh, but I do think that is the big issue here. And, and that's what I would do. All right. Let's look at, we've got a Murano art glass egg. This comes to us from, <laughs> here we go. Kay, Kay Woodard. Um, had this for almost three years. Oh, we don't want that. Bought it on eBay for $21, thought it would sell quickly, had it priced high, priced low at auction and fixed price. Seems I just can't get the right keywords. And I'm not so sure it's just about the keywords on this. Uh, there are some really fancy Murano glass eggs that do sell for, for these kind of big prices. And she has it listed for about $250. Um, that's really stretching it for this piece. Uh, title is good. You, you might could fix it up a little bit. Um, I might call it vintage Murano glass egg copper aventurine. I wouldn't put art glass in there. I don't think the Murano sellers are using the word art in there. If the, if it's an art glass buyer, then that's what they're typing in. They're going art glass egg, but you've got uh, the Murano glass people where the value is are calling it Murano glass egg. So I would just change that phrasing a little bit. Aventurine uh, is, does not have a D in it. So change up the spelling on that a little bit. And it, you can actually say this is copper aventurine. Murano used copper, silver, and gold. And I think this is copper. You'll have to verify. You have the piece. It looks like copper, but it's one of those three. Uh, and if it isn't silver, it's either gold or copper. And um, to me, the picture looks like it's copper. So you can just verify that in the customer's brain that this is the copper of entering. And they actually used the gold, the silver, the copper, whatever it was to make that sparkle effect in the glass. One of the, it's You guys, if you ever get a chance to see a, a piece of Murano glass being made, do it. It is fascinating. It will help you understand the value of this glass. Okay. That being said, uh, $249.99 is really a stretch and that's going to get you probably views to go, oh, what does she have here uh, without the sale? And we don't want that. So I would 
probably I want to I don't know how much you have. Well, you said wait. No, you said 21. Okay. You good news is you can still make profit on this piece. Bad news is not as much as you thought you were going to make. So I would expect to sell this somewhere in the $50 to $60 price range now. I know. Oh, I know. Ouch. I hate having to give that news. Um, yeah, slap me. But but that is just what it is. Now, I, I mean, you can keep it up a little higher. Maybe try $99.99. See if that helps you get an offer on it, at least, that you can make a judgment call. But that's really where these pieces are right now. So hope that helps. Let's see. How are we doing on time? Do we have time for one more? Okay, I'm going to throw one more quick one in here. Since it's another Murano glass piece, we're already talking Murano. Uh, and I think this is really important for you guys. This particular piece, no label. Uh, it is the style of Murano. It's got all the elements of Murano. But it quite possibly could be one of the knockoffs. And I don't have the piece in my hands to really judge that. The real true mid-century Murano glass is thick, heavy glass. The knockoffs are a thinner, more lightweight glass. So that's the first judgment call. So you have to see, you know, first, if you have the real piece, great. Problem is those with the white casing, and that's what you see the white background there, not clear. It's called casing. And then just the kind of speckle thing. This also leads me to believe it is one of the knockoffs. So those two things being there, Think of it as selling this as more of a decorative piece than a true Murano piece. And there's still buyers for that. So it, it's not a completely bad thing. Um, but I would call it a, and, and notice glass is not in your title. So I'd call it a, a Murano glass. And yeah, go ahead. There's no Murano police. You can still use Murano glass. Murano glass, uh, I wouldn't call it a candy dish. I'd call it a bowl. And actually, here's a little term for you. I'd call it a bimorphic bowl. Put that in your vocabulary for these pieces. That's what this is called when you have the two different little lips going there on the piece. See the little edge? Yeah, that's bimorphic. Uh, and that is a term that, now this is the catch. Murano people will use that term to search, but Murano people may look at this and go, mm, not so much. Um, and then again, price issue, I think you need to come down about 50 bucks on this to really get this item moving. So there you go. So let's, uh, now let's look at what is selling. All right. I, man, I just, I had a hard time picking the ones to show on the show today because there was some really, really good hot sales over in the uh, the Niche to Profit Facebook group. Okay, this is a David Meister red cocktail formal gown dress, women's size 10. Number one, um, this comes in from Marcy Clark. Marcy, fantastic, fantastic picture. Um, that has a woman looking at that going, oh man, that is that is going to look good on me, whether it will or not. <laughs> Just saying. Um, but great job. David Meister, I don't know the brand, but obviously that's a really good brand. You had this listed at $2.99. What did it sell for? Let's see. Oh, oh, here's the really cool part. Yeah, I know. Scott's going, what'd she pay for? I'm getting there. I'm getting there. How about 
$2 at a yard sale and sold for a best offer of $185. Wow. That is awesome. I love that. Yeah, clothes, clothes can be really lucrative. I mean, clothes are such an emotional purchase. Just look at my closet. I'm <laughs> just saying. Okay, great job. Um, clothes sellers, it's worth the extra work to find these items that have those enormous profits in it. Uh, bless you. I'm not selling clothes, but to those of you who do, this is what you want to look for. Okay, hey, I think uh, my director Scott's going to like this one. This comes in from Lyle Robinson. This is an ACDC t-shirt. He bought this a few weeks ago for, we're on a $2 roll here, $2. And it sold last week for $65. U.S. money there. Uh, had it originally for $75. Declined a best offer of $45 a day after the shirt listed. So when it sold a few hours before the listing expired, he was delighted. Um that being said, did knock off $10 a few hours before. Eh, that's okay. That When you could turn $2 into $65, that's a good day. Come on. Uh, you just got to repeat that. Repeat that. These vintage rock and roll t-shirts. And, and I mean, gosh, I hate that the 90s are vintage. I really, really hate that the 90s are vintage. But they are. Anything over 20 years vintage. Um, these old rock and roll t-shirts, you know who's buying them. Come on. Somebody who went to that concert. And that's a memory. They're not buying a t-shirt. They're buying... <laughs> How many of these are in your closet, Scott? Uh, this is a memory, you guys. This is emotional. This is no longer about just buying a t-shirt. And that's, I'm telling you, that's where money is. Okay. I'm going to knock your socks off with this last one. No, really? No, not that. Where'd I put it? There it is. <laughs> I'm going to knock your socks off with that one. Hello. 1970s Converse socks. Uh, dead stock means, obviously, they don't make these anymore, but they're still in the original packaging. Are you guys seeing this? $150 for a package of socks. Oh, my gosh. And I apologize. This was a, this was a quick insert into the... the um, Hot sales segment, and and I think he said he paid about $5. Uh, this is over on the Niche to Profit Facebook group. You want to go check this out. Crazy. Crazy, you guys. Um, don't pass by stuff that looks significantly uh, cheap <laughs> at like, yard sales and your thrift shops because you could have a $150 package of socks just waiting for you. Wow. I love that. And I have to admit, I don't look. I don't look at packages of socks. I am now. <laughs> How easy is that to ship? Yeah, very nice. And, and like I said, guys, this is only a this is a tiny sample of what you can see over on the Niche to Profit Facebook group. That is a free group. Go over there, join in, share your hot sales. Because then, hey, your store could be featured on the show. Uh, you can join into the conversations over there and get help with your listings and all that good stuff. All right. Yeah, it's commercial time.
fun. Now I can talk. Hey, for those of you who are uh, just listening to this on audio, that little little commercial we played, we're gonna we're gonna add like the words to that pretty soon here. I gotta get my little voiceover thing done on there. Uh, but that is to come over, join us at the Niche to Profit Academy. And if you watch the show, use the code Show Seven. Come take a peek. I'll give you in there for a whole week free. Check it out. Download as many of those webinars as you want to, uh, but you won't want to leave. I can guarantee you because uh, the appsters, as we call them, just make more money. They make more money. They learn more stuff. They uh, they do better. They do more better. Uh, show seven is the code for that. All right. Ah, little pick it or pass it. So um, I'm pulling up uh, my store here to show you, reveal to you the, the answer of whether I picked it or passed it last week. And... Ta-da! It's funny, I had to hurry up and get these suckers listed this morning so you could see them on the show. Uh, yes, I did pick them. I got to tell you a funny story here. Um, I picked these totally on eye appeal. Totally on eye. I just thought, plums? Plums? I got to have plums. Um, the fact that they were only $15 for, for all of it was just icing on the cake. There you go. That's what I saw on the shelf right there, just like that. And man, I was immediately, immediately driven to, to buy those. They were in my cart and you just ask my husband, they were in my cart so fast, your head would spin. Um, and then I found out and I only found this out this morning. That's what's so funny. I priced them. I, I, because I set everything out for my assistant who does all the listing. I create the titles, all of that. I don't take the price tags off. I don't do that. She does all that. So she took all the price tags off and found out that these are actually a uh, brand name. It's, uh, what, gosh, what are they? Uh, but, but, but block, block mode, mold, block. I don't know. Some weird funky here. Let me just pull one up. Block mold. <laughs> like, yeah, something like that. Made by a artist called Barbara Igen. Who knew? Who knew? Uh, I didn't change the price based on that. It just added value to the price I had there. So I was pretty excited about that. Totally on eye appeal, guys. I picked these up. Uh, so first, let me tell you, if you play this game, what you can win. Because yes, there's prizes. I don't have a Vanna this week, so I'll just I'll just do it myself. So we have the Niche to Profit Canvas Tote Bag. Those are great. Take them to your little flea market sales, estate sales, wherever you need to like, you know, gather up your pile of stuff. Then of course we have the Niche to Profit Vegas Video Network. Yes, this is, this is Scott's favorite. And on the front, you can tell everybody you got niche watching the Niche to Profit show. My mom's always in the chat laughing because if you grew up in uh, my household, that, that term had a whole different meaning. And new addition is the Niche to Profit show coffee mugs. Hey, these, these are going to be worth a lot of money one day. I'm just saying. You might want to just, yeah, get the coffee mug. And I got asked to add my book. Uh, if you buy at auction houses... I wrote you the tell-all book from the inside, some of the dirty, rotten things that the auction houses do to you when you're buying there, and how to avoid them and make tons of money by the stuff you buy. Uh, this was actually endorsed 
by the uh, auctioneer at the auction house that I go to quite a bit. He read it and goes, yeah, yeah, you're pretty much spot on. Uh, So there you go. All right. Who do we have this week? Well, let me get my handy dandy. Let me just tear the equipment apart first and break Scott's eardrums. Uh, We have my little covered wagon there. Hey, Lyle Robinson, guess what? You have two entries because not only did you guess that these were plum dinnerware, not dinnerware, you, I don't, I didn't print them out, but you, you guessed they were plums and you guessed it was a cookie jar and teapot and all that goes up. Yeah, yeah. So you get two. Matt Pinkish. Matt didn't think that he was going to get in. He didn't think that he would be right. But I got to tell you, he had like the most creative answer and I got to give it to him. He said this was a Hanna-Barbera grape ape tea set. I'm going with it. I love it. And, of course, you said I picked it. Yep, Matt knows me. Lisa Hensley, she said it's different and unique. Uh, She said it was grapes. It's not grapes. It's not grape, guy. It is plums, but that's okay. You still get in there two times. All right, Sharon Odenal, um, she said plums. Ah, that was your clue. Juicy. Yes, I give you clues, you guys. And she said I passed. No, 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 no. No passing on this. $15 and I actually made four lots out of it. The cookie jar, the teapot, the set of bowls. And on Sunday, I will launch a auction, which will be kind of a loss leader with all those other pieces that gets the curiosity of people lets them know I have the other pieces listed and hopefully drives them to them. Uh, so yeah, this is going to be, this is going to be a very, very profitable item. All right. Let's uh, shake it up, baby. Now. Okay. And we have one. And who do we have? Oh, I love it. It's Matt Pinkish. See what happens when you send in a guess. Yes. So, Matt, you're going to have to send an email to niche2profit at vegasvideonetwork.com. niche2profit at vegasvideonetwork.com. All right. Let me know what you want. If you want the T-shirt, let me know what size, your address, and all that good stuff. Yay. Okay. Oh, and some of you... Um, Some of you sent in an entry that was really so far off what the item was. I couldn't, I couldn't give it to you, but here's the sad thing. You didn't guess whether I picked it or passed it. And Hey, you got a 50, 50 chance on that one. So if you're going to send in an entry, be sure you don't just identify the item. Say whether I got it or not pick or pass. Uh, There you go. All right. This week, what do we have? Oh, isn't she just adorable? (laughs) Scott's just uh, in my ear here. Okay, here's your clues. Here's your clues. He says it's kind of creepy. This doll is named for its silliness. It could be considered a baby boomer if it was a live person. There's There's your two big clues right there. Priced at, oh, here's one. It's going to get a lot of you. Priced at $29.99. Seems a little pricey for a doll. Or is it? There's your clues. Send your answers to niche2profits at 
VegasVideoNetwork.com. Niche to Profit at VegasVideoNetwork.com. There it is. All right. And we'll see who wins next week. Wow, a lot of stuff in the show this week, you guys. Um, we pack a lot of stuff into the show because I, you know, I want to get you little pieces of all these things that can help your business, help you make more money, um, help you find better stuff to sell. But really, really, I want to encourage you to pop over to the Niche to Profit Academy, where you can get to that at nichetoprofitacademy.com. Uh, because what we do there is all the time. I, I don't have my website to pull up, but I could try. Let me see how fast I can pull that up. Uh, niche profit. But that means I have to multitask with my brain and think how to spell it. Huh. Let's see. Oh, see, gosh, fat fingers. Thank you for a little enticing music there. <laughs> You're so good to me. <laughs> Okay, so here you have it. This is the Academy. This is what you get here. Um, we have a private Facebook group, a community of sellers who've been doing this anywhere from a long time to just started. So you are never alone with uh, who you're uh, dealing with over there, asking questions, and they're all so darn helpful. Oh, my appsters are the greatest. Appsters rock. There's a reason I have that. Uh we do every month we do a webinar and we just did one yesterday and that will be in the recordings uh, hopefully by the time I get home uh, if uh, my little techies are doing their job but yeah you have access to uh, not only just the monthly webinar where that's like you can ask any question you want of me I answer all uh, but we do a topic we do things that are relevant to your business that can declutter all the confusion out there. There's a lot of bad information out there that you need some affirmation of, are, am I doing this right? Yeah, that's what we give you there. Um, I make sure that what I'm telling you works, okay? And you can ask the appsters that it worked for. Many of them are in the chat. I love that. Uh, so come on over. It's a whopping, it's a whopping 10 bucks a month. I'm gonna let you poke around in there for a week for free code show seven or if you get the yearly hey you get two months free how about that all right come on over niche to profit academy.com and with that folks we are at the end of another show i have and i i'm so tickled next week you don't want to miss i am bringing in an extremely niched seller to tell you the benefits of how this niche thing works and uh She's been reached out to by the Dr. Oz show, the Today show. Uh, she's just like all over the place because of her specialty, because of this one type of product she puts out there. So you don't want to miss that. Come here next week. I got her live in the studio. And if you want to catch up on any of the shows, we, we have replays out there for you. Uh, there's like, what, 35 shows you can go binge watch now if you've missed them. And they are on iTunes. They are on Roku, Stitcher, Chromecast, Google TV. I almost did that without looking down. Do you notice that, Scott? <laughs> I'm learning. I'm learning. Uh, tune in, Chromecast, uh, Fire TV. Yeah, I'm working on it. And yeah, Really, you guys, uh, there's no excuse. Go to YouTube. You can put in Vegas Video Network uh, on their channel get to watch some of the other cool shows they have as well 
And VegasVideoNetwork.com, of course, has the replays. But most of all, share it with a friend. Don't keep this all to yourself. Tell the world about the Niche to Profit show and bring them into the live chat with you. And with that, go be profitable and make it fun.